I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. Last segment of today's Friday Eve episode. Episode number 296. That's not bad. We're going to hit 300 next week. That's a milestone. Um, let's see. What uh, what uh, what do I touch on before we move on to Girl Scout cookies? Really, I'd like to talk about anything but Girl Scout cookies. But uh, the producers here insisted. They said, Lee, listen, Girl Scout cookies are popular. Everyone knows about their favorite Girl Scout cookies. It'll be good for li- – it'll it'll – It'll foster listener engagement. Folks will think about the that time when they were young, maybe as a, a young Girl Scout themselves, uh, toting that wagon up and down the street selling Girl Scout cookies to their uh, friends, neighbors, and family. Or or when they would bring the, the order form to, to school and they'd bug all their teachers uh, for uh, orders. And the teachers would very nicely, as they do every year, Buy one box from this one, buy one box from that one. And then a few months later, a few months later, right? It takes forever to get those. A few months later, the, the cookies arrive. Or no, it's it's quick. Okay. A few months later, the cookies arrive. You, you head home. You shove them in a cabinet. And then a few months later, you remember, oh, my gosh, we have growth cookies. And you try to choke them down. All right. Am I, am I, only, am I only describing my own experience? They're a wonderful treat that people look forward to every year. It's a wonderful fundraising opportunity for these young girls. It's a wonderful way for them to uh, interact with their elders and work towards their own financial objectives. It's a good uh, way to learn and both teach life lessons. That, that I should look at it that way? No? No? Okay, well. <sighs> All right. Listen, before we get into, before we get into uh, Girl Scout cookies, which we will, uh, let me try to... Uh, burn through a few more minutes here, so I don't have to spend too much time talking about Girl Scout cookies. Uh, a question comes through the uh, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, oh, which by the way, if you want to weigh in on this Girl Scout cookie stuff, which is which one's your favorite? Five seven five zero zero is the number. Uh, a question came through over the commercial break asking, how do I access archived programs? I want to listen to Carol Makita on live mic today. Uh, first off, great question. And second, uh, you chose just the right segment to, to go back and listen to. If there was a highlight from today's program, it came at just after 1 o'clock. I welcomed here in studio uh, Carol Makita. It was a wonderful honor to speak uh, with her. And the topic of our conversation stems from that documentary that is currently on Netflix. It's uh, three episodes, about an hour long each. Uh, it's titled Murder Among the Mormons, and it is essentially the Mark Hoffman story. If you... Uh, you know, have, if you've had occasion to see it, you know, or if you're a member back from uh, those days in the 80s when 
this region really was uh, on edge. There were bombings. Uh, lives were lost. It was a heartbreaking thing. And then when the layers of the onion started getting peeled back uh, and you got to understand what was exactly happening, oh, my gosh. I mean, it, it rocked this place. And this documentary series attempts to uh, you know, present you know, what, what happened then and how it was covered uh, in the news media, including by reporters like Carol Makita, who, uh, if you watch the, the series, in particular the third episode, you'll, uh, you'll see Carol Makita. Uh, and she delivers some news on what was going on, uh, specifically with relation to the then wife of uh, Mark Hoffman. One of her uh, assignments was to, uh, to follow her. And she talked about that uh, during today's program. And so go back. You can, you can access the archived episodes by, uh, well, there are a couple ways to do it. First off, you can download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. And there's a feature there to go back and listen. You can also, you can, excuse me, (laughs) something just flew down my throat. (laughs) It's embarrassing. You can also go to kslnewsradio.com. And if you click on the podcast link, you'll see uh, my grinning face there and a little uh, live mic logo. You click on that and uh, we break everything down by segment. So you'll see it. uh, You'll see it there. Uh, What what I'll do is because I anticipate there'll be a lot of interest uh, in this segment, once it is podcasted, which will happen in the next few hours or so here, I'll, I'll link it to my Facebook page. Uh, so later on tonight, uh, when you get home and you're uh, trying to fall asleep and you've got the cell phone up there in your face, make your way over to the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page. Uh, of course, click like because, you know, numbers are good for me. And then uh, I'll, I'll have shared by then hopefully a link to the Carol Makita conversation. So many ways to get access to it. Uh, thanks for uh, the question you've asked here. And I guess now I have uh, tap danced for long enough. I actually do have to talk about Girl Scout cookies. Oh, and some texts are coming in. Uh, some texts are coming in. Um, here's one just uh, just to get on top. It says, my favorite Girl Scout cookie is the Samoa, uh, best by far. You know what? You, you're not the only person to text in and claim that the Samoa is their favorite. A number of folks have texted in with that. And, oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. So the here's here's what kicked off this topic. The Los Angeles Times has assigned their food columnist to put together this very complex ranking system, which looks at two features of the Girl Scout cookie. It looks at taste, makes sense, but it also it also looks at whether or not freezing them enhances the eating experience. Uh, and, and so in this visual representation of how, uh, you know, how well each of the Girl Scout cookies fared when asked, when people were asked about which one tastes the best and which one do you most enjoy frozen? Oh, my gosh. Samoa's ends up being uh, the best tasting and the one that is the most enjoyable when frozen, the Samoa. I can't stand coconut, so I don't understand what all you lunatics are thinking about uh, when you're eating these Samoas and say, oh, this is uh, uh, this is wonderful and tasty. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Caramel Delights, is that another name they have for them? Okay, very good. Uh, let's see. If you look strictly based on whether or not they are good uh, frozen, Thin Mints up at the top of that list, followed by... Uh, lemonades. Which one's lemonade? Lemonades of Girl Scout cookie. Uh, I've never had that one. Toast yays. That's another one I've never heard of. 
Uh, Toffee Tastic, that's that's creative. Girl Scout S'mores version two. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Um, oh, here's the, okay. This one is the one that I do like. I do like the tag-along. Is that how you call it? It's kind of like a peanut buttery thing. There's like a cookie and a dollop of peanut butter, and they uh, drench the whole thing in chocolate. That hardens. And, uh, yeah, I, I know. I know it develops like a waxy substance on the outside. Uh, but, you know, when I have made my way through all the rest of the snacks in the Lonsberry snack cupboard, and the only thing that's left is uh, tag-alongs, I, I, can, I can choke down uh, about two rows of tag-alongs and be okay. That's all right. Um, oh, you know what, though? There is a there is a Girl Scout cookie that I really like. I'm kind of going through visually these, so I'm you know sharing my thoughts on each one as it comes up. Uh, I like the shortbreads. I like the shortbreads a lot. I like cookies that you dip in milk, and that's when I'll, I'll dip in milk. Anyway, have I talked enough about Girl Scout cookies? Am I, am I good now, producers? Have I checked the box? Have I produced good uh, radio here by talking about Girl Scouts? Let me, I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll invite folks one last time to uh, offer up their opinion. Which is the best Girl Scout cookie? 57500 to the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'm going to sign off uh, and say goodbye for the day. I'll be back tomorrow uh, at 1230 to 3 o'clock, of course, in the next episode of Live Mike. And remember, uh, just about three weeks until I say goodbye. Uh, I'll talk more about that tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to be hanging things up on uh, April 2nd. will be my last episode here. And so let's make these uh, last three weeks uh, pretty good and special, okay? I'll meet you right back here tomorrow at 1230. Now it's time for the great Jeff Kaplan. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.